What's up, my beautiful freedomist? I am so excited today to talk to you about Kanban. Yes, I did just say Kanban. Welcome to the Suitcase Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Sisson from New Zealand, and I am here to show you how to create freedom in business and adventure in life. Whether you simply want a profitable business you can run from your own home and take the rest of the time off enjoying doing what you love, or if you want to travel the world and be a digital nomad, this podcast is for you. So let's go for it. Okay, so we are now in the month of October. If you are listening to my podcast live, real time, it is already October, my friend, and it's kind of crazy scary how quickly each year goes. I have to say, this is a year that I've packed in I would say even more than normal. And September in particular was a pretty crazy month. It was a full-on travel month. I was speaking at two different conferences. I was buying a house in Portugal and dealing with silly Portuguese banks. I was launching my Awesome Freedom Plan program. I was training my entire team up in the launch. And I was also running the Freedom Lab to give behind the scenes of what my launch looked like. So I would say in the scheme of things, that's quite a busy month. I was also with my lover, so I've met a wonderful man in my life, and we've been traveling together and doing all this, and that's been beautiful. But as you can tell, it's been quite the month. And now it's October. I'm really excited for doing two things. One is now starting work on writing the Freedom Plan book. I have an agent, and that's really my focus for the next quarter. So this final quarter of the year. And the second thing is to do an entire audit of my business to date and also work through that with my team. So there's been a lot of new things that have come to fruition and and one of those is, is my awesome team, but also how best can I use them and how best can I step away from running the business. And one of my aims is to kind of, you know, fire myself as I've talked about on previous episodes, which I'll link to in this one, which you can find at suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash two. Eight, six. Anyway, this is the month for me to do a complete audit of my business, of what's working, of what I'd like to put away forever, of what I'd like to introduce. I feel like I'm sitting on a gold mine of opportunities with over 900 blog posts written over the years, with over now 286 podcasts, and just a wealth of opportunities to pull out so much of that valuable content into offerings and freebies and products that you guys will find really useful. It's also a perfect time to do an audit of workflow and systems. We're doing a debrief next week with the team post-launch on what worked, what didn't. As a team, how did we find working with Slack and Asana and Google Drive? And by the way, on that note, there is a new product coming out this month called Rock Your Systems on exactly how we as a team use those three specific tools. So there's an interest list if you're interested <laughs> in uh, in hearing more about that. I'm really excited about it. It's being built by Amy Mitchell, my chief systems chick, and I. And uh, I think it's going to be a really awesome get things going product for you if you are lacking in systems and if you're wanting to try and combine the coolest tools in the world to make everything more free-flowing and seamless and easy so you can focus on the stuff that you really want to be doing. So you'll find that at suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash 286. Anyway, I digress. So I'm really excited about October because quite frankly, there are some things that 
post a launch and post being so intensive about something you just want to like rip things to pieces and start from scratch and you just want to throw stuff out that hasn't been working or that isn't in line with your values or your flow and you just want to like I don't know I just feel like you know ripping out all the plants in the garden and starting afresh I want to change email providers I want to look at an entire audit of my site we're going to be doing a redesign and a rebrand I'll be talking about that more so personally it's a month to step back and reflect and I was talking to my man about this Josh and he's like oh have you heard of Kanban and I was like no I haven't I've heard of Kaizen but Kanban is something that a man called David J Anderson used and formulated the Kanban method to basically take Toyota from sort of woe to go. And it's been really interesting to read up more on this method. And essentially, it's an approach to incremental and evolutionary change in organizations and businesses. So a way of describing it is a way to organize the chaos that surrounds so many teams and businesses and entrepreneurs, to be honest, and making the need for prioritization focus clear. So as I said, October for me is all about prioritizing what works, what's going great, getting rid of the rest, and being really clear on my intention and goals. It's also a way to uncover workflow and process problems so you solve them in order to deliver more consistently to your clients and customers. I like to think of the sales funnel as a way of delivering an ongoing repeat value the clients and customers and also have them in your sales funnel as repeat customers so this is what I'm trying to uncover here is the perfect flow and what it does is it accomplishes these things so organizing the chaos and uncovering workflow and processing problems and it, it accomplishes these by introducing constraints into your system and optimizing the flow so flow is king right now I'm actually reading a really cool book about the rise of Superman and it's all about flow so I'll link to that in the show notes as well I'm absolutely loving it there's just so much that I want to share with you guys right now but flow 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 is what we're trying to focus on here the flow of value so basically I want to look at what value is coming in through my business from all these amazing places and how can I maximize that value for my community for you here's how you basically go about it you start with what you do now so that's why I'm going to do an audit of what we're currently doing. So the Kanban method doesn't actually prescribe to a certain setup or a procedure. You can actually overlay it on top of your existing workflow or process or any systems that you have in place, which is great. So it's really easy to begin a Kanban implementation. You don't have to make any sweeping changes. The second part to this is you have to agree to pursue incremental evolutionary change. So the Kanban method is basically an approach to change management that's designed to meet minimal resistance. So this is resistance within you and if you have a small team within your team or if you're currently working for a team this might be something you want to suggest to them as well or even in your workplace so it encourages continuous small incremental and evolutionary changes to your system and I really like this because when you try and change up everything like if I was just going to go and drop everything and change everything tomorrow in my business I'd do it a lot more harm than good and in addition to that, I'd probably be resistant to it. My team might be like, what the heck are you doing, Natalie? Have you gone crazy? And we probably wouldn't really get anywhere with that. Whereas small, continuous, incremental and evolutionary changes seem really doable. And the reason why you don't want to go in for a big sweeping change, like, hey, we're going to rename the company, is because generally people encounter resistance with this. It's usually due to fear or uncertainty. So we're talking about baby steps to awesomeness here. 
And the third part of it is that you need to respect the current process and the roles and responsibilities and titles. So we're not going to rip everything apart. We're going to look at all the amazing things that I've built up in my business and the systems and the flow and the processes. And we're just going to go, you know, what is the existing value in here that we already have and how can we improve on that? So that's why I said I'm really looking forward to the debrief next week where we will talk through what's been working really well and how I can better use my team. Because quite honestly, taking on this new team has been a really great learning lesson for me as well. It's shown me that I wouldn't say I'm a control freak, but that I have super high levels of expectations, that I do things a lot more quickly than I realized, and that my business is is more complicated. It's actually not rocket science, but it's more complicated. It has so many moving parts that I just know inherently and have built and managed for years, either by myself or with you know an assistant, that bringing in a team to look at it, they're kind of like, wow, Natalie, this business has a lot of moving parts and it takes time for every single one of my team to understand and learn and know that. And I didn't necessarily appreciate how much time that might take or how confusing it might look to the outside world. So I want to respect their roles that they've been born in for. And you know, if you're into titles, they're titles. And I also want to respect the processes that I've built and that we've built, but I still want to improve them. So that's more incremental change. And these principles of just recapping on them, start with what you do now, agree to pursue incremental evolutionary change and respect the current process, roles and responsibilities. They were chosen specifically to avoid any emotional resistance to change. That's what David Anderson was trying to avoid. But the fourth one, which I really love, is to encourage acts of leadership at all levels. And one thing I'm attempting to do, as I said, is kind of fire myself as the CEO and let my team really rise up and shine. They all have skills and talents that are completely suited to my business and to helping my community. So this is the main Kanban principle that I really love, is that you don't need to be a team lead or an executive to be a leader. And some of the best leadership comes from everyday acts from people on the front line and essentially my team. And that everyone needs to be fostering a mindset of continual improvement, which is Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N. That's probably, you've probably heard of that before to reach your optimal performance as a team and a business. So this isn't just for management. This is everybody needs to act as a leader. So how do you actually go about putting this into place? And I'm, I'm going to put in a couple of, um, I'm going to put in a really cool Prezi by a lady called Julia Wester. I found her stuff online and she's done a Prezi, you know, one of those um, PowerPoints that actually moves. And basically it's a, it's a 101 to Kanban and using it. And so she takes you through how to actually put it into place. So first of all, you visualize your work and you track how much work goes through your system normally. I'm really excited to do this actually. So you can do this just with post-it notes on a wall. If you're a really visual person, you could use a whiteboard. You can use a diagram if you want. You could use real-time whiteboard, which uh, I'm going to be probably using. You can do it in Trello, but I'd suggest that you do it kind of visually. If, if you just need to stick paper somewhere, you need to write it out, you need to doodle, you need to paint, I don't know, whatever you want to do. So you want to visualize your work and track how much of that work goes through your system normally. And then you want to identify the bottlenecks that you have in your business. So I've already started identifying a couple. Like, for example, my, my email, even though I'm really good at keeping on top of it, I just realized that all the emails coming to me should be actually going to Nelson, my awesome assistant, that I'm 
I'm not holding them up, but I kind of I just don't need to be receiving the emails around either support or questions or advertising or guest posts or just inquiries that I've dealt with all these years because I love talking to my community, but don't necessarily need to come to me as the first stop and that Nelson's probably much better to be doing those. And then you place a reduced work in progress limit on the step just before it. So the whole point of Kanban is to not have too much work in progress going on. And then you monitor and adjust as needed. And then you move on to the next bottlenecks. So basically, you're just looking at your flow. You're looking at your systems. You're identifying the bottlenecks. You're removing steps that aren't needed in there so that you can continue to adjust and improve it. And you're learning. The other part of Kanban is you need to learn the theories behind processes to know how to change them. So what they're basically saying is you can't just look at something and go, this isn't working. You need to understand why either each person on your team or yourself is doing this particular step that leads to this step. So why have we got this process in place? Now, I've talked a lot on this podcast about sexy operating procedures, which are our way and hopefully your way of going through one task so that anybody could do it. Anybody that I hire, anybody that I introduce to, I could even introduce it to you. You could look at my standard or what I call sexy operating procedure with the exact instructions on how to do the specific task in my business and you could do it just from following those instructions. And that helps me to understand the process behind the work at hand and I think we could do a much better job of updating these and actually creating more for some of the processes that we've been developing. So I need to understand and learn the theories behind these and so do my team. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. I hope that 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 made sense. So once again, you visualize the workflow. You have to understand what it takes to get an item from request to completion or a task from started to done. And then you want to optimize that flow of work. So you need to understand the workflow currently, and then you need to aspire to improve it by making little adjustments. So once again, you can use wall cards, post-it notes, a whiteboard, sticky note, whatever whatever works for you. You can paint. Um, so I'll lead you to this Prezi that she's got there, which is pretty cool. And in addition to that, you need to limit the work in progress. So that means that you want to have flow in your system rather than so many work in progress parts. And basically, that makes a lot of sense to me. You know, there should there should be some stuff that's always going on. But in general, you're wanting to focus on the system that is making this flow and more seamless rather than everybody's doing these little bits of work. And then you want to manage the flow. So the whole point of implementing a Kanban system is to create positive change. But before you can create that change, you have to know what you're changing. So you need to figure that out by looking at how is value in my business currently flowing through this system. In essence, I kind of talk about the sales funnel as that. So it shows you where the value is flowing down through and what actions people are taking. But it's not a sales funnel shows you the how. Um, Looking at your system shows you the why or the what is happening. And then you can repeat and implement changes and just keep looking at this and do continuous positive small incremental changes and the final part of this is you want to make process policies really explicit so as I said you just want to visualize your workflow but you can't improve something that you don't understand so I'm just repeating what I said before you need to understand the process behind that you need to interview people on your team or you need to talk to your customers Um, you need to talk to other business owners who have a really cool system set up and ask them and understand how they're value flows through and what systems they're using and why they work. So I'm really excited about using the Kanban method and also probably the Kaizen method of continuous improvement and also our own methods of using Asana and Slack and Google Drive to have these sexy operating systems, these projects that are 
you know, in progress that can be improved on. And the Slack is the communication vehicle for doing all this. I'm excited to see what we uncover in October. I'm personally excited to step back and just get a big holistic kind of overview of, of the business and how it's been changing and, and what I want to, to do and where I want to go forward and how much I want to be involved and all the opportunities, as I said, and these amazing pots of gold that I feel like we're sitting on that I really want to capitalize on. And I'd encourage you guys to do this as well. This is the final quarter of 2016 and if things haven't been shifting for you, if they haven't been improving or if you're just wanting to make some serious change, there is no better time than now to be like just taking a good hard look at what you've achieved so far, celebrating that, champagne, massages, holidays, and then taking time out to just step away from your business completely and get a really big picture view of it. You can do this incrementally each day. You could spend half an hour each day sitting in the garden or in a cool cafe, just looking at each part of your business and and then really coming up with a list of improvements and opportunities and things that need to be better in order for you to be better. If you have any questions, can you tweet me at Natalie Sisson or tag me in Instagram or simply come across to facebook.com forward slash suitcase entrepreneur and leave a comment there. I'm going to be sharing this episode, episode 286, on all my social media channels. So if you see it and then you listen to this, please comment, get in touch. I really want to know what you think about this. Leave a comment on the actual episode over at suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash 286 and just tell me like where you're at in this process. Will you implement Kanban or do you use some other system that really works for you? At the end of the day, you've got to use the tools and the system that works for you that you're actually going to commit to. But please, please, please be that awesome entrepreneur who cares enough about their business and their team and their future that they actually take some time out to reflect. And I'm going to do that today in a cafe, in the sunshine. And I can't wait, actually, just really excited to just like take a big step back and look and then share my outcomes and the answers that I receive and the things that I uncover with you guys and follow up episodes. By the way, this is October. If you're listening to this now live, well, it's actually not October where I am, but it's going to be October by the time you're listening to this. And this month is all about systems and basically freeing up more time and money so you have more freedom. So that's what the whole theme of this month is. For the last two months, it's been about creating your freedom plan. Now we're getting into the how do you specifically do that with awesome systems and flow. So expect more awesome interviews on here. And for now, I just want you to go out and have an amazing free day and spend a little bit of time gazing through a crystal ball on your business.